welcome to the Empowered Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Shooter, Certified Lifestyle Medicine Practitioner. My aim is to help everyday people understand science, not the science, and to use that understanding to make better choices for their health and well-being. Each episode, I'll be bringing my latest Substack post to you in audio form. For the full visual experience, including graphs, charts, images, and videos, view the accompanying post in my Empowered Substack. And now, let's dive in. Episode 101, Debunking Nutrition Myths, a How-To Guide. In my monthly Ask Robin sessions, Ask Robin sessions being a feature of my EmpowerEd membership program, members frequently send me articles on nutrition and health, which they encounter online, and ask for my take on them. In the seven years since I launched EmpowerEd, I've assessed and critiqued articles on the supposed dangers of soy, lectins, phytates and oxalates, and the supposed miraculous benefits of collagen powder, kombucha, grounding or earthing and seed cycling, and just about everything in between. You can view the recordings of all 90 plus Ask Robin sessions and view all the source material that I cite in my critiques by joining EmpowerEd, and your first month membership is completely free. With the proliferation of websites, blogs, discussion forums, YouTube and Instagram channels, and other social media devoted to the discussion of nutrition and dissemination of particular views about healthy eating, it's easy for people who don't have a background in nutrition science to become confused by all the different opinions, especially when those opinions are spruced by people who employ, unwittingly or otherwise, every logical fallacy in the book. A complaint that I hear all the time from my clients and my EmpowerEd members is some version of, there are so many different points of view about healthy eating and I don't know who to believe. Although members often ask me for my opinions on various issues and nutritional controversies, I always stress that my opinion is completely irrelevant. My aim is to teach members to follow a disciplined process of assessment and analysis of anything they read or view online so that they can come to their own conclusion, a conclusion informed by verifiable facts, rather than the persuasive marketing techniques employed by online self-styled nutrition gurus. I cover in detail the process that I use to evaluate sources of nutrition information in the Empowered Eating Seminar, the recording of which is actually a membership bonus of EmpowerEd. In this podcast episode, I want to summarize the process that I follow when carrying out a first-pass assessment of any nutrition information that I encounter on the web. Number one, check out the About page. What is the author's background? Does he or she have any qualifications in nutrition? And if so, what type? If the author or authors list the institution that granted them their qualifications, look it up. There are many substandard organizations, including private colleges and universities, that issue qualifications that are barely worth the paper they're written on. Some, known in the US as degree mills, will simply sell you a diploma or degree. A quick search will often reveal these dodgy providers. If the author of the blog has no qualifications in nutrition, but simply has an interest in the topic and has read some books on it, as is the case with many blog posts that I critique in Ask Robin sessions, let me ask you a question. Why are you reading what they write in the first place? If you have an interest in nutrition, you've probably read about as much as they have, and maybe more. I'm not saying that people who don't have a professional background in a subject might not be well informed about it. They may very well have something worthwhile to say about the topic. But the absence of an in-depth understanding of human anatomy and physiology, basic and nutritional biochemistry, and the other biological sciences that nutrition professionals study in-depth as part of their training, leaves lay people vulnerable to fundamental misunderstandings and misconceptions about human nutrition. By analogy, who would you ask for advice on your home renovations, a licensed builder, or an enthusiastic viewer of renovation reality shows? 
Number two, check the references. If the author or authors don't cite any references, but are simply stating their opinion or sharing their personal experience, it's time to leave the site and look elsewhere for reputable information. As a free speech absolutist, I support everyone's right to express their opinion, but I am not obliged to respect that opinion unless it is backed up by verifiable facts and or a logical reasoning process. If they do cite references, check them. I can't tell you how many times I followed up on a reference cited in an article only to find that the author of the article misquoted or misrepresented the reference or that the reference did not even mention the topic of the article. A case in point is the many anti-soy articles that I've critiqued in Ask Robin sessions over the years. More often than not, the so-called references that these articles cite are simply posts on the Western A. Price Foundation's website. When I followed up on the references cited in these articles, I found that most of them were badly outdated going back to the 1930s. My university lecturers frowned on students citing papers that were older than five years, unless they were seminal works. Many of the papers cited did not even mention soy, and the majority of those that did were animal studies involving feeding isolated soy protein as the major or only item of diet to animals such as rats and chicks. It turns out that these species are, quote, extraordinarily sensitive to the adverse effects of dietary protease inhibitors, end quote, while those same protease inhibitors appear to decrease cancer risk in humans. How do you check references? Some websites will have them hyperlinked, as I always do in my posts, which makes it easy. Others will list the sources cited in a footnote. Just copy and paste the article's title into your search engine. You'll either be sent to the journal's website or to PubMed, which is a central database of indexed citations and abstracts or article summaries from medical, nursing, dental, veterinary, healthcare and preclinical sciences journals. If the article that you want to read is behind a paywall, you can often find the full text by using the academic pirate website SciHub. You can find all active SciHub proxy sites in the link that I have in the post accompanying this podcast episode. Just copy and paste the DOI of the article that you want to read into the SciHub search bar and click the open button. I've got screenshots showing this process in the post accompanying this podcast episode. Number three, check where the article fits in the scientific discourse. There are just so many articles published that it's possible to find a reference to support virtually any opinion. But all scientists know that one article doesn't prove a thing. It's the preponderance of evidence that matters. When following up on a reference, I prefer to go to its PubMed listing, as PubMed has a handy similar articles widget. It's a bit like the people who bought this book also bought these feature that Amazon uses, but sciency. I always check out the similar articles to get a sense of whether the article that I'm reading is representative of the consensus view of the scientific community or whether it's outdated, debunked or suspect in some other way. And I have a screenshot showing the similar articles widget in the post accompanying this podcast episode. And finally, a bonus tip. If the author claims that everything the experts tell you about nutrition is wrong, just click off the page. There are certainly controversies in nutrition science, and some nutrition research is highly questionable, either as a result of food industry funding, the personal biases of researchers, or just plain old poor study design. However, the overwhelming majority of nutrition scientists and professionals agree on the foundations of what constitutes a healthy human diet, as you'll quickly discover if you peruse the council members of the True Health Initiative, or THI. THI is an umbrella organisation established by Dr. David Katz, which comprises, quote, a growing coalition of hundreds of world-renowned health experts committed to cutting through the noise and educating on only the evidence-based, time-honoured and proven pillars of lifestyle as medicine, end quote. 
Would you be surprised to learn that plant-based diet advocates such as Emeritus Professor T. Colin Campbell and Dr. Dean Ornish are in fundamental agreement on human nutrition, with paleo diet advocates such as Professor Emeritus Lauren Cordain and Dr. Boyd Eaton? Well, they are. That's why all four are THI Council members. So if you are going to follow the siren song of the self-appointed nutrition gurus who claim that all the nutrition experts are wrong about what constitutes a healthy diet for humans, you won't have much left to eat. So there you have it. Three preliminary steps to follow when you're deciding whether something nutrition-related that you find on the web is worth your attention, and a bonus heuristic for identifying the snake oil salesman of the nutrition world. These steps will take you just a couple of minutes and possibly save you a whole load of time that you would otherwise waste on material that you really shouldn't bother with in the first place. The morals of the story are that A, you can't believe everything you read on the web, duh, and B, you need to employ a systematic process to assess information that you're exposed to, to avoid ending up confused, overwhelmed, and racked with self-doubt about whether you're making the best choices when it comes to nutrition. And just a final note, my membership program, EmpowerEd, is focused on equipping members with the information and skills that they need to navigate the deluge of health information we're all exposed to every day. And it's the most cost-effective way to get your nutrition questions answered by me based on up-to-date nutrition science. You can find out more about the program and register for your one-month free trial. The link is in the post accompanying this podcast episode. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and on your socials and make sure you subscribe to my Empowered Substack so you never miss a post.